Welcome to the Global Workplace, Diversity, Equality, Opportunity. Your host is Alma Besserton, the founder and director of Wimmigrants of Australia. In our program, we will showcase the global organizations who are making a difference worldwide for skilled migrants, as well as focus on some challenges the migrants face with diversity and inclusion. Now, here is your host, Alma Besserton. Hello, everyone, wherever you are. It's uh, 11 a.m. in Australia, and I'm really excited today. I've got an amazing lady as my guest, Dr. Barbara Young. Hello, Dr. Young. Hello, Alma. How are you? I am excellent and much better hearing uh, uh, you and knowing that we'll have such a great session today. I was really looking forward to connect uh, with you today and share your amazing journey and a story with our listeners today. Well, I'm happy to be on the show and thank you for inviting me. Ah, it is such a pleasure. Let me uh, just uh, describe a little bit who is Dr. Young. Mm-hmm. Dr. Young was awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award of Excellence by President Barack Obama in December 2016. She spent well over 37 years in higher education as a senior level higher education administrator and as an adjunct professor in business and public administration for 16 years. In 2003, she recareered, funded her company, BJY Enterprises, and began her personal best success seminars on touring state, national, and international countries. Dr. Young has been a consultant to Fortune 400 and 500 company CEOs and leaders in global communities, academic institutions, city and municipal governments, non-profits, churches and community groups. Today, she's highly recognized international radio and TV media personality, entrepreneur, transformation for success expert, in-demand speaker, consultant and advisor. Dr. Young is president and CEO of her online TV channel, Transformation Success, on the Voice America TV platform. Her popular radio talk show, Transformation for Success, is also on the Voice America worldwide platform and is syndicated on both the Empowerment and Women's channel. Her book, Dancing on Broken Legs, Journey of a Diva, was published in July 2017. Her latest book, Recipe for Personal Best Success Food for Life, is due for release by September 2018. Dr. Barbara Young is described as high energy, spiritual, powerful, and provides impactful, dynamic presentations to worldwide audiences that have changed the lives of millions of men and women. She's known as the powerful Dr. B, who has inspired and moved some of the most successful people across the world to action who have transformed their lives with success solutions and lasting results that work. She has a BA and master's degree in social psychology counseling and a doctorate in public policy organizational leadership and behavior from the University of Southern California and an honorary doctorate in theology from Next Dimensions University. Oh my God, Dr. B, you're just amazing lady, are you? Well, I, Elma, I wasn't sure you were going to read all of that, but <laughs> I am quite I think humble. it deserves to be read. <laughs> and, and our listeners need to hear who am I talking today. You're just such an impressive lady. Thank you, Alma. I really appreciate that. I'm very humbled by all the things that, you know, have happened in my life. So, so that's I'm, wonderful. I'm, and I think it shows inside out. Thank you. I'm so curious, Dr. Young, you were awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award of Excellence by President Barack Obama in, in 2016. Congratulations. That must Thank be you. amazing feeling and amazing achievement. It was a shock. I tell you. Wow. <laughs> I would be I would be shocked because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I had been nominated, and so when that came, wow. I that's was just fantastic. stunned. I'm still stunned. Oh, but, that's amazing! But it helps me to uh, say to women out there that when you're doing the work, and I truly mean that with humility, and you're mm. doing and respect, you're doing the work, not being conscious of trying to make a mark, but mm. really doing it because it's out of your soul, out of your spirit, that you're mm. making a contribution and by helping others. 
No, and to know that you get that you are recognized. Because I sometimes think as women, maybe we don't feel we're being recognized for the good, for the things that we do. But mm. please know that you are noticed. You are. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's beautifully said. Dr. Young, there is a perception that um, women in general, I'm talking in general, lack a confidence and don't pursue career opportunities as easily as men do. And I certainly noticed that through my experience and, and uh, career for many years. Could mm-hmm. you please share with us um, how can women build their confidence at the workplace today? You know, that's an interesting question. And I, I you know, thought about that. My answer is with what I call the CCS plan, and it's Mm. called courage, confidence, and success. So the courage leads to confidence, which leads to success. The the thing is that the journey begins with you, and that Mm. self-esteem begins with you. Of all the judgments that one can make in life, the most important one is the one that you make about yourself. Mm. So... I am one who always talks to women about self-confidence. And one of the things I think that we think people who are highly uh, evolved or they're professional, they look very competent, they dress the look, they, they look the part, really. And you find that they really do lack self-confidence. And so all of it is a facade. But it has to be built. And what I generally tell women is that self-confidence has two components. It's a feeling of personal competence. And it's mm-hmm. a feeling of personal worth. And it takes practice, Alma. And I yes. have, what I do is I have exercises. Because when you talk about building self-confidence, because it comes from childhood. Many times it's been eroded uh, mm-hmm. because of background. There are two things that happen to make this individual secure and confident. That's environment and nurture. And oftentimes, mm. if we're not, the environment and the nurture is not there, it will not have, you will not have this confident person. So consequently, mm. it's learning to accept and love myself as I am. So I generally find that it is working. It's work. Uh, mm. And it's going to take time. And I have what I call the mirror exercise, <laughs> where yes. you actually start to look in that mirror every morning or every night and really look at yourself and really begin to really, really stay long enough to have a dialogue with yourself and say, I love myself, whatever my imperfections. And you're saying this Mm. out loud in the mirror. This is what I did because I had to work to build it, Mm. to accept myself unreservedly and completely doing that for a month. I did it for 30 days. Wow. Really, really, and to walk in that office to do whatever task I was assigned to do, I did it with excellence. Mm. But, but there was a change because my shoulders were back. I walked taller mm. and I felt confident about I am unreservably Barbara. And it mm. also was with you. Whatever my defects or imperfections, I accept myself unreservably and completely. Remember, you choose. Mm. It's always a choice. And yes. I, make, <laughs> I hope I'm, I'm not making it sound so simplistic, but it mm. is not built upon others and how they perceive of you because people oftentimes will not tell you how great you are. You have to know yes. that you're great in what you do. It's mm. not overrated, being that I'm better than someone else. It's mm. that I am complete in myself. And what I bring to this workplace, I bring me a valuable human being that's going to do a good job. And believe me, people will notice when Mm. you're walking in your power, whatever your assignment is, be it a clerk or whatever, you're doing Mm. it with excellence, but you're doing it with pride in knowing I matter and I am worthy. Does that make sense? That, that makes sense, and that actually, uh, as you were talking, I'm thinking. As as you know, I work with the, with the migrant women because mm-hmm. I was one of them, and and um, and often I hear from women that I coach that they actually lack confidence for a couple of reasons. Um, one, culturally, sometimes there is a challenge to uh, fit in into the workplace, particularly when you come from different culture, right, or country, but also because of the language. 
And even before they even start, they've, they've got this cloud uh, above their heads that they are not seen as somebody who uh, will be seen for all of the intelligence and qualification and experience they bring because straight away sometimes they feel really lack of that confidence. And but, see, it, but, mm. but Alma, that, start, that is because their belief system, their belief about themselves is yes. I'm not worthy. I don't speak the yes. language. So that's why mm. I, I started working with women saying, okay, people will say, you should be more confident or you should be this. And I'm sure you're telling the women, well, you should be mm. because you have these skills, you have this education, yes. you're marvelous and you're beautiful. But that doesn't mm. mean anything if I don't no. feel that. So mm. I began to realize that I had to work with women, give them exercises to do to validate who they were. I could tell you mm. all day you're beautiful, that you're successful, yes. that you're great but if you don't believe it it doesn't you know i it's can wear work <laughs> it doesn't work so the work has to begin with them so that's mm. why i devised this exercise which i call the mirror exercise i even have women who had plaque cards in your car on three by five cards on the mirror every morning that you make these affirmations i am mm. beautiful i'm acceptable I am excellent at my craft. I am yes. unreservably beautiful. I mean, mm. who else is going to be your cheerleader, Alma? Yeah, absolutely. If you're not you yourself, your that's very true. Dr. Young, is that what you're talking about in Dancing on a Broken Legs book? Yes. Could you tell us a little bit more uh, about that book? And uh, you, you're talking uh, about key principles for success. Can you a little bit tell us more about your book and, and the principles for success? Well, I talk about a lot of things in that because it really is about my life and my journey. One yes. of the principles I talked about, and I've, I've shared this in many seminars around the world, having to change the vision of myself. You see, it started mm -hmm. with me. Having to yes. know and love myself. The old adage, to thine own self be true. Well, who was Barbara? I had mm -hmm. to know who I was, and I remember I was, in, I was in Africa, and I said, I had to learn and know myself, warts and all, and people looked at me and said, warts? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I meant with all my imperfections. Mm. Being grounded and understanding that love and peace, joy, patience, and compassion were all a mm -hmm. part of me. Yes, And I went on a 30-day mental fast. See, I, I talk about exercises and things that you need to do because you can't mm. just say these. A 30-day mental fast meant I could not allow a negative thought to enter my head. Every mm. time a negative thought entered, I countered it with a positive by speaking aloud because you do have control over your thoughts. Yes. You don't have to speak them. So learning who I was, and changing the vision of Barbara took time. I'm the one that did the mirror exercise, and that's how I discovered it, that it works. Mm, right. Why 30 days? Is it because in 30 days the mindset starts yes. shifting? Well, I read somewhere, because that's another thing. I'll talk about changing your mindset through books. Mm. I read somewhere that if you can break a habit in 30 days, and that's true. Yes, you can, you can break a habit in 30 days. And so that's why I went on the 30-day mental fast because I was very negative, Alma. I mm. thought dark thoughts. Uh, yes. Really, I was fearful. I was, I mean, and people cannot believe that when they see me today. Oh, my yes. God. Not yes, because you. you're so confident. And so I said, but I worked on me. Because if you're looking for validation from outside ladies, mm. forget it. You know, yes, you will not Absolutely. You have to validate yourself, Alma. And so I put this in my book because uh, the negative input from the conscious mind will result in negative input from the subconscious mind. And it's the mm. old law of cause and effect. So you want to put as much positive into your mindset by reading books, by, I would even say, have these ladies interview women who are successful, find yes. out their success strategies. Look at role models. Write out your vision. Where do you see yourself mm. going? Without a vision, the people perish. I mean, I you could go on and on. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I, well, I mean, understand yes. that you have to change 
from the inner. And I work with women changing the inner, how we look, how we feel about yourselves Mm. and beginning to embrace that. And I can say my success stories are women who have left and have changed completely, even with attire. Just Mm. look at just their hairstyle or or changing the way they look outwardly because Mm. the outward look reflects many times what's going on inwardly. Oh, absolutely. We're going to take a short uh, break uh, okay. very, very, very soon. Uh, but when we come back, I would like to talk about um, how can you shift the thinking behaviors and actions? Uh, because this is what you're talking about in your book as well and your program. So stay with us. We will come back very shortly, continue our discussion with Dr. Barbara Young. Okay. Thank you. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Immigrants of Australia is a unique organization helping skilled immigrants, in particular women, to establish careers and integrate in a new country. For individuals, we offer coaching and mentoring programs. For organizations, we help create diverse and engaging culture, offer talent placement, career transitions, diversity strategy, and inclusive leadership development. We are also available for speaking and consulting engagements. Visit Wimmigrants.com.au for more information. That's Wimmigrants.com.au. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Global Workplace with Alma Besserton. To reach the show, please call into our toll-free lines in North America, 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to alma at wimmigrants.com.au. Now, back to the global workplace. Hello, everyone, and uh, thank you so much for staying with us. I'm so excited. My guest today is amazing uh, Dr. Barbara Young, and we were talking about um, really uh, what women and basically anyone can do to build their confidence um, in general and in particular in the workplace. Dr. Young, um, in your book and in your programs, you're talking about the shift in thinking, behaviors, and actions, and you mentioned before... um, before the break, that takes about 30 days to change uh, somebody's thinking. What does it take for a person to make these shifts in order to become a person they want? Well, number one, uh, when we talk about it's changing your mindset. Your mindset is the sum of your knowledge, including your beliefs and thoughts about the world and yourself. So it's your filter, Alma, for Mm. information that you get in and that you put out. So... It, it really determines how people receive and, re- and actually react to information. So what I often talk about is the mindset of an entrepreneur or mindset, a growth mindset. So mm. in this case, having the right mindset, I often talk about some of the things that you really need to look at. Again, I am mm. an action-oriented person. Developing mm. the right mindset, number one, take a look at your current beliefs and where do they come from. 
Um, yes. Not too long ago, I had a group of women and we started talking about limiting beliefs and exploring yes. limiting beliefs and where do they come from? They came mm. from dad or mom, somebody said something and yes. it's a limiting belief and you embrace that. So that became a mm. mindset for you. So, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's interesting as you were talking about the mindset, uh, we, we're talking about the leadership. I mean, all of uh, everyone uh, has a different mindset and that includes the leaders. And, um, well, it does. Yes. And, and with all sociodemographic changes globally that's happening, um, what leadership characteristics must future leaders have to create inclusive workplace? Well, number one, the biggest one for me, uh, and, I, and I've taught leadership for a number of years, and I taught it abroad, character, mm. integrity, yes, uh, the ability to em- empower employees and develop a sustainable organization, because that's mm. what we want. And sustainable is not when you have employees coming and going. Yes. Self-awareness, I believe, is so important to understand your beliefs and knowing where they might differ from others mm. in the global environment. And having, uh, again, an interest in others, the lives and cultures of others, and recognizing that their culture and your background may not be compatible, but yes. that your culture doesn't have to be inherently superior to theirs. Mm. So, well, that, it's interesting point, isn't it? Because um, it, it, they, they should really use their cultural background to, for their superpowers, isn't it? And, and right. use that to, to be able to work with others at the workplace rather than as a superior, as you're saying. And then I think the other important skill set is listening. Yes. Um, and when I say listening, or I should say communication skills, because I always lump it in communication skills. Communication is the ability to communicate to people, to say clearly what you want, mm. the, and then the ability to listen as well. Yes. Because I think, uh, I found this from personal experience, clear communication is a powerful leadership trait yes. uh, to have in your repertoire. Because you want to be very clear to all the employees that what you say, number one, you mean, but that you're mm. clear about the vision of the organization, where we're going. But you're more importantly, you can listen to the employees and hear and have them have a say. It doesn't have to be an autocratic, top-down, initiated leadership mm. role, but Absolutely. more inclusive. And particularly yes. as we look at the global environment and the culture and the growing number of millennials that we're having in the workplace. So things are going to have mm-hmm. to change, Alma. Leadership is yes. going to change. It's uh, a, sorry, go on. No, but the, the other factor is what I call presence. Presence. Mm. It's a certain charisma that surrounds that, influ- that leader. Mm. Uh, it, part of it, it's not the position or the title. It's the dress, it's the confidence, it's the energy mm. level, it's the... Yes, it's the aura, other people mm. And how you're able to handle the challenges at hand. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And, and as you were talking, I, um, in one of my interviews a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about the women in leadership uh, because unfortunately, globally, number of women in leadership positions uh, is actually declining. Wow. And, um, and as you were talking about the confidence, I, I'm actually not sure um, is, is there issue with the confidence, but it might be because if, uh, if women don't have a confidence to pursue leadership position, uh, the number of women in leadership position will continue uh, declining. Well, so, and, and that's true. That's true. But yeah. but let me let me explain though. Confidence is built on the number of successes that you've had, and even yes. though they're small successes, they're successes that you can celebrate. I mm. mean, I wouldn't be where I am today. I started out as a secretary for goodness' sake. I was mm. a secretary, but let me tell mm. you, I was a class act secretary. I dressed yes. like I was the president of the of the college. I was yes. a secretary to a college president. He asked mm-hmm. me one day, well, do you think you're going to have my job? And I said, yes, I will one day. Actually, I surpassed <laughs> his job. You know, but, but that's after I had done my, my work with my self-esteem and my confidence. It wasn't, yes. you know, and there's a thing of like being 
overconfident. There mm-hmm. is a, a part that is being humble. Humility mm-hmm. means being open and teachable to learn. Yes. Yes. So it's not about boasting how great I am, but yes. uh, I the ability to listen, the ability to be humble. Uh, and I learned a lot of this from my own experiences as well as I studied leadership. And then I worked with yes. all these leaders in foreign countries. And one of the things that, that they did not, they weren't aware of, of mm. themselves, the, that the inner vision of themselves, they were very autocratic because they thought that's the way they should be. There was yes. no other way. Now, mm. if you think about women in leadership, what role models have we had that we emulate? In America, mm. a lot of women leaders in my day, they emulated male, male role yes. models because that's all they had. Yes. That's so it was all like they take that's names right. and, you know, kick butt and take names. And so mm. they were taking on that masculine sort of identity of leadership. So that's they, so true. Yeah. So things have to change and they have to change with the way that we respond and that mm. we actually empower women to take their rightful places. And I think it's really going to take a mindset. It's going to take change. In but also to be authentic, isn't it? And not mm-hmm. to copy anyone. No, you're going to be an original. <laughs> yes, that, that's exactly right. In one of your programs, in fact, actually in most of your programs, you focus on having a clarity of goal settings. And that's important from the organizational perspective, but also from the individual perspective. Because if uh, if one person doesn't have a clarity of where they're going, then in terms of the leadership, it will be very hard to know how to get there. Could you tell us a little bit more why the clarity of goals is is very important? Well, I use the analogy uh, when in the States we had the global GPS systems installed in cars. Mm. I began to use that analogy that when you you get in the car, and I use this called a power of... uh, GPS, the power of navigating your own GPS. And what this simply means is when you sit in the car, what do you have to do first? You have Mm. to plug in a destination. You have to give it an address. Otherwise, you're going to sit there and never go anywhere. So (laughs) I use the same thing with the goal setting. You set, where are you going? (laughs) Mm. How are you going to get there? You know, and navigating that GPS. And so I have women who do their GPS, their positioning, first of all, with clarity, and we work about what are you, what do you, what are you good at? Mm. What do you love doing? What is pulling at your heart? Mm. What need can you serve, which is the body? What gives your life purpose and meaning? We start to look at that. We look at the big mm. picture mm. and setting your vision and your goals. And then we clearly articulate those goals And then I have accountability partners, other women. They work Mm. together to make sure that you're putting (laughs) goals into action and that you're on track. Mm, mm. So there has to be this vision of what is it I really, 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 really want to do? What do I Mm. feel a tug at my heartstrings? Because if you're going after something that really you're not happy about, you're not excited about, you're not passionate about, you're just doing a job. Well, that's exactly right. Yes, and and there are lots of people that don't have a courage or perhaps don't even have a skills to actually identify how to understand what their life purpose is. And um, I guess through the work of people like you and I and others, um, they can actually identify what their purpose is. Dr. Young. It really is. Alma is mm. not it's not rocket science. When you no. actually get, if you mm. get people to sit down and to write mm. out, what are you good mm. at? That's your mind. Mm. What do you love doing? That's your yes. heart. What you see, can you serve? Yes. That's your body. What gives and your life purpose and meaning? And sometimes, Dr. Young, when I, when I ask people that, I hear, and I'm sure you do too, I'm too old or I'm oh. too young or I'm this and I'm that. And um, it seems age is not barrier barrier um, to, to you pursuing the work you love. So um, 
tell us how do you manage to to have your healthy life and your energy is amazing the first time i talked to you and and we connected i just felt your energy how how do you manage to stay healthy and focused and have that amazing energy i i think uh one of the things i never thought about things that i couldn't do and i remember telling women at one time in africa that you have an energy crisis and it's like your emotional energy is just sapped out uh your tanks are empty you don't know how to refuel your tanks uh your tanks should be comprised of passion and pleasure and hope and mm. so i fill my tank with passion and hope and realizing that my age isn't the real limiting factor here Mm. It's a belief. It's a belief yes. that it's a limiting factor. Forget the standard societal tracks of success that mm. you got to be a certain place at time, a certain age to be considered successful. Yes. Your life path is bigger than such predefined tracks, I can tell you. So I created my own life path to make it happen. It's never too mm. late. I was 49 years going 49 years of age going to pursue a doctorate. My wow. friends were saying They were saying to me, "Oh, why are you going to get a doctorate at your age just so that mm. someone can call you doctor?" Mm. And I said, "No, I'm going to get and step into my destiny." They said, "Well, yes. how will you be when you finish?" I said, "Well, mm. it's a three-year program and I'm going to do it in three years, so I'll be 51." 51. You say because they're thinking 51 is is oh my god. I said, "To all 51 yes. with the PhD." 51 mm. without one I'd rather be 51 with one. So yes. one of the things I talk about to women when you're finding your voice finding your voice is your heart your soul your body and your spirit. Mm. Find you and staying there and protecting it. When I found mm. my voice Alma I stayed and I protected it from the naysayers from the toxic people. You surround mm. yourself with like-minded women who are going mm. in the same direction you're going. And that's why I'm so committed, so mm. passionate about helping women get beyond this age barrier and thinking yes. I'm old. I, yes. Age is just a number. It's a never number. too late to pursue yeah. anything. But that's fantastic. We we're going to take a break Dr. Young and when we come <laughs> back we will uh, we will talk about more about your transformation success uh, program. Stay with us. We'll be back shortly. Okay, thank you. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Immigrants of Australia is a unique organization helping skilled immigrants, in particular women, to establish careers and integrate in a new country. For individuals, we offer coaching and mentoring programs. For organizations, we help create diverse and engaging culture, offer talent placement, career transitions, diversity strategy, and inclusive leadership development. We are also available for speaking and consulting engagements. Visit immigrants.com.au for more information. That's immigrants.com.au. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjog All at CIO Talk Network. 
Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. You are listening to Global Workplace with Alma Besserton. To reach the show, please call into our toll-free lines in North America, 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to alma at wimmigrants.com.au. Now, back to The Global Workplace. Welcome back, everyone, and uh, thank you so much for uh, tuning in with us uh, on The Voice America um, the Global Workplace. My guest today is amazing, Dr. Barbara Young, as a lot of people call her, Dr. B. <laughs> Where does that come from, Dr. Dr. Young? I know. Well, my first name is Barbara, and so people started calling me Dr. B. Dr. B. All my students, uh-huh, Dr. B. I think that's awesome. <laughs> we were talking about, before the break, uh, about... Um, you know, age and and a lot of times people uh, say that there is a barrier because of their age or barrier to do this. And along these lines, Dr. Barbara, I um, I often hear uh, certainly from people that I start coaching and work with them uh, that they say, "I don't have the choice. I don't have the choice," and therefore they continue in a path that they believe it's their path without actually uh, understanding that they do have the choice. Choice. So, um, could you tell us a little bit more through your programs? How do you help people uh, who basically say that they don't have a choice and and they're stuck in a particular life or, or work situation? I typically confront them and say, "No, what? No matter what happens to you in life, it is mm. full of choices. Yes. You can blame, or you can be bitter." Or you can move on and get better Mm. because of it. Mm. The ball Mm. is always in your court. There Mm. are choices and choices. And of course, there are uninformed choices. There Mm. are judgmental choices. There are purpose-based choices. I'll give you an example. A purpose-based choice is because my mother wanted me to become a doctor. But that was Mm. not my choice. But I became Mm. a doctor. But you did have a choice. Mm. But it was a purpose-based choice. So a value-based choice based on the value of this job. I'm staying here because I I value the job because where am I going to go someplace else? And I feel like I'm stuck. But you have Mm. a choice. You Mm. always do. And this is the most precious gift that we've been given. Now, what I'm going to say, Alma, next, if you have some ladies who are saying, we're stuck, we how do I how do I get out of this? I'm stuck in this job. You know what? I faced that myself at one time. I felt like I was stuck. Mm. What did I do? I did some volunteer work with something that I enjoyed. Yes. So I would say there are if you if you're in a position where you can't get another job or it's it's you know, because it's a livelihood and you feel mm. you're stuck, find mm. something that gives you joy. Yes, to balance with it. children or if it's mm. something, you know, there I'm sure there's volunteer work, things that someone yes. can do that gives them joy because you do have a choice. I can choose mm. to sit here and be bitter and just keep going on and saying, Alma, yes. I'm stuck. I can't get out yes. of this. Yes, you can. You choose not to. But if you don't want to, if it's a livelihood situation, then find mm. something that gives you joy. That's exactly what I did. Yes, I started working. I absolutely. <laughs> and it, it just changed there are, <laughs> yes and but there was always uh you know different options because people yes. um people feel probably lack of confidence and they they feel oh i don't have another options i've been in this role for a very long time and i can't 
step out because, as you're saying, I've got a family and this and that. But there is a transition. They can transition slowly into something else. They don't have Absolutely. to jump straight away from one uh, thing to nothing. Uh, they can actually have the plan. They can build a plan how to transition into into something. So I'm with you. I, I'm always tough with my clients as well and say everyone has a choice and uh, uh, people need to take accountability for their actions and uh, and they make a decision. You really do have a choice. You um, really do. And I, I really don't have much empathy in a sense because yes. I will give you, and I just gave a, a suggestion uh, which I personally used and I mm. tell you what it does. It brings you joy so that you bring that joy into the workplace. And because I brought that joy, even though I felt like I was stuck, do you know I got promoted? Mm. Because people are watching you. Yeah, you, yes. you never know. Yes. Because mm. even though it looked like I was in this job that I was stuck and oh my goodness, I found something, an outlet that gave me so much joy. When I came to work on, mon- on Monday morning, I came in happy Positive. Energized. Yes. Energized. Yes. And it made yeah, a difference. I agree. And people said, wow, that woman's got something on the ball. I mean, she's in this. <laughs> wow. Because of notice. Because of your joy. I'm mm. imagining that some of these ladies who are stuck in that job, they act stuck. They look mm-hmm. stuck. There's no mm. energy about them. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's, it's all about energy. And, uh, there are lots of reasons why people might not have the energy, but um, um, I, I was going to ask you, um, how did you become a transformation success expert? Is that based on your personal transition? You decided you will go out and help others. C- can you explain us a little bit more about that? It was based on, frankly, the fact that um, I was a motivational, started out being a motivational speaker. Mm. And for corporations, and uh, I was all over the place. And then they would ask me to come back mm. after three months. They said, "Oh, you need to come back and motivate the troops again." And I would, I would feel not good about it. I was making mm. uh, a lot of money doing this, but I was yes. thinking, I'm not satisfied because I'm not changing lives. I'm mm. only giving a Band-Aid approach, and they get goosebumps. Everybody gets high. Dr. Young would say, oh, oh, oh. but by Monday, yes. by Wednesday, by Friday, there was Back no change. The same. Mm. So I said, I have to do something that will give people the tools to change, to take mm. action, and hold them mm. accountable. And that's why I became the transformation expert, success expert. Mm. People started to see me transforming their lives. And so many people and my students, they all came back with stories of how their lives had been transformed. Mm. So Last that- time when we connected, you mentioned you went to Kenya as one of your first um, oh, uh, yes. engagement with the women. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because I, I found it really fascinating. Um, and, oh, uh, I have an alumni group in, in Kenya. Uh, I was invited... Um, and actually thought I was going to uh, have a weekend seminar with professional women, but it turned out to be members of parliament and CEOs from the large companies in Kenya. And I had mm-hmm. them for two and a half days uh, doing a wow. leadership treat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that after the weekend, that Sunday night, the ca- television cameras were there and they were interviewing all these uh, members of parliament and all the CEOs and they were talking about what a change had occurred and they were all excited. That Monday night, that was on Sunday night, that Monday night, uh, I was invited to speak to a group of women, professional women, uh, and it was sponsored by one of their leading magazines. So that Monday night, I spoke and many of the women were wives of those Mm -hmm. 35 attendees that had been in my seminar that weekend. So they were like all all over me. And that was the beginning of a tour and starting a women's group. Uh, Not actually, I call the divas. I call them the divas dinners. And Mm -hmm. so I started out on a holiday inn and then I ended up booking the largest hotel in Kenya and they're booked out. So I spent nine days on tour from 2003 Mm -hmm. to 2015. Oh, my goodness. That, that's amazing. So I ended up you, in South Africa, Senegal, uh, Abidjan, Benin, Tanzania. Wow. 
It's better next, next time. Next time I'm going to come with you. That sounds really <laughs> exciting. <It laughs> I is, always wanted is. to go to Africa. Um, Dr. Young, you talk about uh, the purpose. What is your purpose in life? My purpose is to transform the lives of millions of individuals before I leave this planet. Yeah. Absolutely. To step into their destinies and their purposes. Mm. That's my, yes. To create a better life for people uh, who are in pain and who are emotionally bereft. But my job is to help them transcend to more purposeful lives and step into their destinies. Mm. Spiritually, physically, emotionally from a free holistic perspective. And that's how I teach people, from the spiritual, physical, and emotional parts mm. of them. Because we are three-part human being. So I'm yeah, I, I, I imagine that that leads to, to a next question that I have is, um, what is your legacy before you go? Because you talk about your purpose and your legacy all the time. And um, I imagine... Um, what what is the legacy you wish to leave before you leave the planet? I am a living legacy. I think legacies are not to leave behind but to live. So I'm oh, living. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that that is beautiful. <laughs> that's 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 just sums it up. I'm living a legacy. I think oh, you I are. You are my inspiration. <laughs> uh, I I just absolutely love talking to you, and I think one hour is not enough. Um, to share all of your years of experience and your energy. And I just absolutely love it. Every time I connect with you, I just feel so energized. And and I think uh, the way you, you were saying before, Dr. Yang, is about so important to actually surround yourself with the people with the same energy and the same mm -hmm. level of passion, isn't it? Because... Uh, even even our own family can actually bring us down if they don't understand what we would like to achieve in life. Absolutely. And I've seen it so many times. It's so true. One of the things that I, I want to uh, leave your ladies and listeners with, becoming a self-master. And um, yes. I think becoming a self-master is really trusting our creator, trusting yourself, and mm. your intuition. Yes. Uh, to be open to new ideas and be determined and disciplined, but defining your core values and connecting with them. I think that's so important. Mm. You must never, ever quit or give up. Dare mm. to live your dreams. Mm. Learn to listen to that inner voice and mm. learn to learn. I think that's so important. I, so, I like that. Learn to learn. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And so, I feel that with you when I, every time I connect with you, I actually feel that inner beauty in you um, inside out. And um, you. you can actually feel it. You, you feel that you find your purpose and uh, your, your inner beauty, if that makes sense, because you're beautiful inside out. You, you're just Thank absolutely you. amazing. Every time I talk to you, I feel just so energized. Um, Thank you. Yeah, go on. Well, I was just, just saying thank you because uh, what I find, Alma, and, and one of the things I share this with you, people around the world are looking mm -hmm. for love. Absolutely. Really, they're looking for love and acceptance. Mm. I know the women who will say they're stuck, they're looking for love. They're looking for acceptance. Love comes in many ways, but mm -hmm. everywhere you turn, oftentimes people are using that word. I love my new car. I love my chocolate. Yes. <laughs> Didn't you just That's love that true. movie? But love is the most basic component of life. And love can only be love. But it's an action verb. Mm. And it's something that you give, something that you don't do. It's something mm. that you give. Nothing more, nothing less. It's an action, and that action is giving in a special mm. way. Mm. How do you want people to know about you, Dr. Young? What, what, what do you want people to know about you? Well, I just want them to know that I'm a woman who's passionate about empowering women. Actually, I don't leave out the men, but I'm passionate about helping women to find their purpose and find that core, that
that helps them to be that happy, wonderful, purposeful individual who makes a difference in this world, that their light and their love and their life is mm. for good. That's what I'd like to see. That, that's beautifully said. Um, we have a couple of minutes to end the show. And as I said, I could uh, sit down and, and listen to you for days and days and it wouldn't be enough. Um, but can you share us as a last point, what have been some of the most powerful results that people have received over your years of speaking or coaching? I could go on with a number of stories, but there are so many that move me, so many. Mm. Uh, but I will share one of a young woman who was coming to my seminar, and she went. She had a small child, a small child, and the night before the seminar, she ran out on a distance from where the seminar was being held to drop off her child. And on the way back, she was in an automobile accident. Oh. She survived the accident. And the car was towed away, and she got, somehow, she came to the seminar. And she said, I had to come to meet you because I watched your website, read your story, and because of you, I am graduating from college this next month. I had to come to meet you. And I was crying because she just, she had never met me. She Mm. heard about me and she went to my website and read Mm. my story. I Mm. have so many incredible uh, stories that bring tears. A young man who wrote me and said, Dr. Young, I was in your class. You helped me so much. I am now an executive at one of the largest firms here in Los Angeles. But I never, I'm like the lepers who were healed by Jesus and only one came back to say thank you. He said, I'm sorry it's taken me all these years to come back and tell you thank you for being a meaningful person and getting me on the right path. So it's just, there there are so many. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. (laughs) Dr. Young, we are nearly uh, at the end of the show. I really would like to say thank you so much for taking time from your busy schedule to uh, share your story, your insights, and your uh, your amazing, amazing uh, attitude and, and the wisdom uh, of life and experience today. We I really appreciate you taking time and sharing it with us today. Okay, and I'd like to say if anybody would like to get my book, Dancing on Broken Legs, it's on Amazon.com and Barnes and & Nobles if they'd like to order oh, my book. That's fantastic. That, that's fantastic. And... Um, I normally uh, give uh, a quote, inspirational quote at the end of the episode, each episode. And today, I thought given we were talking about the courage and learning, I really love this um, um, inspirational quote from Nelson Mandela, which says, I've learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. And I think that summed up the session today with you, Dr. Young. Thank Thank you so much for being on my show today. And thank you to the listeners. Uh, This is Elma Bessidin, the host of The Global Workplace. Till we meet again, have a fabulous week ahead and stay healthy, happy and safe. Thank you, Dr. Young. Thank you, Alma, for having me. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Please join Alma Besserton for another edition of the Global Workplace next Tuesday at 4 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a wonderful week.